mai, haere mai. Welcome to the Maxim Institute podcast. My name is Jason Heal. I'm the communications manager at Maxim Institute, and this is our weekly short-form podcast. These podcasts are released in tandem with our weekly column and are a chance for you to hear in-depth from the column's author about some of the thinking that went into producing their final piece. Today, we hear from Maxim researcher Alapa Sita Dil about her recent column. Alla, welcome back to the podcast. Great to have you. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. No, never a chore. Very good. Well, Alla, every school day is a big day, or so we're told. Uh Um, This is the title of a recent campaign by the Ministry of Education to get people back to school, I guess. Yes. So yeah. give me a give me a bit of detail around that. Yeah, I'll give you a bit of context of this campaign. So this particular campaign is essentially part of the Ministry of Education slash the government's work to address some of our well, we've got a truancy crisis on our hands. We've got our national attendance school attendance rate is at about I think roughly around fifty six Maybe 59%. That means a third of our children aren't in school. Wow. Yes. So that's huge, that's huge yeah. right? And um, this campaign in particular is trying to highlight, um, you know, that school isn't just turning up from nine to three, that there are some big and small moments. Um, so school isn't just reading, writing, arithmetic all day, yes, boring stuff. Correct. Yeah. There's more to it. Lots yeah. of the extracurricular things, some of the social engagement stuff. This campaign uh, aims, or is what it, this campaign hopes to do, is bring those big and small moments in the school day to our screens or yeah. a radio station or social media platform near you so that I guess in some ways families and parents are reminded that actually these moments make every day every school day a big day hence the tagline so it's not so much aimed at the kids going guys this is what you're missing out on but it's going to the parents and saying guys this is what your kids get to participate in when they go to school and it's not boring it's actually really fun and they will learn more than just what they're learning, what what you think they're learning in yeah, those moments. Correct. Yeah. I, yeah. I presume that the primary audience or target audience are parents, caregivers, guardians, families. Essentially I put it as the adults yeah. in our in that child's life to say, Hey, look, this is what your child is missing out on. You should do your part or encourage you we are encouraging you to do your part in bringing them to school and yeah. in order for them to participate in the small and big moments and of a school day is to be on site yeah at school okay great well thanks for that um context but your pay, your column this week is called uh-huh. education woes need more than campaigns correct and uh you highlighted the fact that uh, education is kind of a political football or hot potato that gets passed around and there seems to be a lot of planning a lot in the pipeline you know whenever someone brings up they're like well we've got this plan that we're going to implement but we never quite get to boots on the ground let's get practical about this um do you think part of that is to do with the the attitude of parents and caregivers that maybe is a bit of apathy around school and public education in new zealand yeah i think i wonder if it's just um a combo of covid fatigue um and perhaps trying to pick back up daily rhythms of what used to be normal pre-COVID times. I think if we look at truancy in particular, we've seen um, a decline in our school attendance rates 
over the past decade. So it's nothing new under yeah. the sun. Yeah. It's not like it just appeared because so COVID it's not gave like way it, we for fell it. Off a cliff no, at the end this of COVID. has been a yeah. slow decline, but it's gotten to a point where we really need to um, give it attention. I think part of of where of our currency crisis is our nation's apathy towards education yeah. or even investing i think that's at all levels at yeah. families communities government policymakers, maybe even teachers actually mm. um, do you think that some of this slow decline has been because of the hot potato nature of it and they're like oh look it's it's going down but it's not that bad we'll kick it down the road yeah it doesn't yeah. help that education um isn't a standing issue that gets you know that has policies that remain irrespective of who's in power or who's um in government at the time it gets mm. used as as you said as a political football which is really unfortunate because the biggest losers um out of all of that is the ch- is it children is yeah. the learner is the student and so um yeah that gets absorbed that the uh political nature of it distracts from actually making sure that our students are really learning mm. uh, and that our curriculums and our teachers basically the whole sector is equipped to teach um, and ensure that learning goes on regardless of who's in government. And in that way, I think the whole country loses out because the children are the future and if they're not being set up well for the future, then they won't um, lead or be good citizens or you know participate in society well in the future either. Yeah, correct. I mean, education in many ways is um, a game changer, a circuit breaker, yeah. an equaliser in various societies, not just in the West. Mm. So if we're getting, uh, if we're, we're getting a generation of students or children that are missing learning, that we're going to get adults that are illiterate, don't yeah. know numeracy skills or don't have um, enough numeracy skills to function and participate in, in that society. So what we do today really yeah. matters for tomorrow yeah. and we're so, not doing enough today. So on that point, just to close us off, what can we do today yes. that will secure our future? Absolutely. So uh, part of this campaign is also a strategy that uh, governs it, which is um, out of the Ministry of Education, and that's their school attendance strategy. And then they've labelled it as all-in learning. I think this is an all-in or team, everybody in the team of 5 million that we've heard lots about in the past few years needs to be on board. So our families and our parents, we need to be engaging, investing in our children's learning, read with them, check in on their progress in schools, where are the gaps in their learning, what can you do at home, you know, for our communities, encouraging programs that really go on about literacy and numeracy maybe investing in those because education is also a determinant for other things like health and you know um, income etc and in, in terms of at a more macro level our politicians and decision makers and policy makers need to you know think when they put things together like campaign strategies is this good enough for my child mm. if it isn't good enough for your child why is it good enough for every other child yeah great oh awesome thanks Allah. Thanks for having me. And now let's hear from Ala as she reads her column. Every school day is a big day, we're told. These ads are coming to a radio, TV screen, newspaper and social media platform near you. The latest nationwide campaign to address our truancy crisis launched last week. It encourages parents, families and students to return to school. The campaign highlights the missed opportunities to engage in the big and small moments of a school day that all count towards learning. Associate Education Minister 
Jan Tanetti notes that the campaign supports on the ground and practical measures to address our truancy issues. Whilst this appears to be a positive step in the fight against truancy, one wonders how a communication plan ranks as such a high priority amongst other more targeted and practical actions to address school absenteeism. Redesigning the attendance service model to be more inclusive of schools, parents and guardians and local communities is a low priority despite noted dissatisfaction with the 2013 changes to the national service. So is, it seems, addressing within school factors that contribute to negative school attendance, factors like retaining teachers, teacher quality education at a national school curriculum and teaching pedagogies will help to address our worsening literacy and numeracy levels. There is merit in nationwide efforts to encourage our parents and guardians to collaborate with schools in the duty of care for our children's learning by playing their part. However, this campaign has highlighted our nation's apathy toward the current state of our compulsory education system. Media coverage of the post-COVID impacts on our learners, teachers and schools has been the bare minimum. Our politicians continue to use education as a political football to the detriment of our children's learning and futures. The public has yet to see a targeted catch-up plan or anything to address the post-COVID impacts on our compulsory education system and students. We've seen the coverage of teacher workforce shortages and teacher burnout, yet we are making minimal effort to address this. Our long-standing truancy issues are simply a symptom of an education sector crying for help. From chronic school attendance issues to declining literacy and numeracy rates, we need more than communication plans. Now more than ever, in dealing with the aftermath of two years of disrupted learning, our children need champions for their futures across all sectors of the education system. Our communities and families must push past the unconcern for our children's learning and get them back into learning settings. The campaign also reminds us that schools can only do so much. Parents and families must take responsibility for their role in their child's education. At the government level, we need the Ministry of Education to optimise local solutions and amplify what schools are doing to combat truancy. We must eliminate strategies that act as a smokescreen for lack of activity. We need more long-term thinking that is proactive and addresses our present education issues and works to conserve education as a gift to be passed on to future generations. Thanks for listening to the Maxim Institute podcast. If you'd like to hear more from us and keep up with the rest of our research and analysis of politics and policy in New Zealand, you can sign up on the homepage of our website to get our monthly forum email and invitations to future Maxim Institute events. You can search and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the team at Maxim, Mate Wa, goodbye for now.